The Swamp Without a Still is just a tent, a martini without olives doesn't quite make it, and Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones, listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn army, Mash Minute. You're listening to Mash Minute, where we analyze the 1970 Robert Altman film one minute at a time. I'm Megan Coleman. I'm Tierney Steele, and we have a guest with us again today. Hello, everyone. Hello. It's Christy Porter. Welcome back, Christy. Thank you. So nice to be here. She was not scared away by our love of the MASH television show. You'll be pleased. Not to in hear. the least. Yep. <laughs> yep. And they weren't scared away by the fact that I was in a high school production of Robert Altman's MASH. That was an adaptation. It was terrible. Just saying. I have a lot of questions about the adaptation yes. of this scene because <laughs> this is minute 73, which starts with Duke sitting in a prime spot as others gather around him outside the shower tent. And it ends with Trapper about to settle a bet. This is the movie that made Robert Altman's father warn his sisters, oh, don't go see it. Bobby made a dirty movie. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. <laughs> that's oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is the shower minute. <laughs> The one Yay. of the best minutes. What? Yeah. Yay. So I'm assuming <laughs> your Catholic high school drama production did not stick with the exact it, script. No, here. no, I believe we skipped this one. We did. <laughs> we we so, skipped it. We skipped it entirely. Was there anything else they skipped? Oh, I'm sure there. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was other All stuff they skipped. But, <laughs> That would have been the appropriate answer, Terry. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yep, yep. It was it was really only fifteen minutes long. The the whole play. <laughs> I've read that play because I'm a big old nerd like that, and I remember being like, "This is weird." And I think it was college or something like that where I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I guess it makes sense that there's a play. That's kind of weird. This would be hard to do on stage." And then you're like, "Oh yeah, in high school." And I, yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-mm. After I picked myself up where I'd fallen off my chair onto the floor. <laughs> so is the, is the scene really in there? Because I don't think I ever read the scene. I don't think I don't think the shower is in there. He was drafted. That fight between Hawkeye and Hulahan definitely is. Yes, 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 yes. But <laughs> definitely. Not, but not because I mean, even if you were okay with the nudity, how on earth would you do this? I I don't know. I don't know stage. how you would do it. Mm mm. Mm-mm. And well, I say that as someone who figured out how to do The Little Mermaid and Shrek on a stage. <laughs> and not at like the professional level. Because of course, if you're, you know, on Broadway, you could do anything. But I'm, I'm talking high school summer camp drama production. Right. <laughs> no, no, right. no, no, no. You don't so, have fake showers. <laughs> so you actually you actually found the the um, screenplay of it or, or the, what, what what do they call that? The, the script? The, thank you. Yes. <laughs> it shows what a professional I am. So, yes, you found this script well, and you read it. After huh. after your starring role as Hot Lips Ulahan, how is it how are you ever going to top that? <laughs> yeah, well, hmm. I don't know if it was the 
I bought them out there or so right so uh I don't remember any surgery scenes either I just really quickly looked it up full-length play by Tim Kelly is what you're looking for when you search mash play script in Google (laughs) or avoiding okay (laughs) full-length play comedy drama cast size 15 men 15 women less with doubling this title can be licensed and sold throughout the world, but it's not going to let me... I know I read it somewhere where they had illegally screen-capped it, I'm guessing. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I forgot about the tap dancing scene. Tap dancing? There's a tap dancing scene. Okay, I'm just going to read the synopsis from the... What is this? Dramaticpublishing.com, where you can go and buy scripts. Oh, side note. I was stage manager for the first production of a musical review. It was terrible, but if it's ever performed again, my name will be in the program. Because <laughs> they always have on the first page, like, the original cast list and stage manager thing. That's awesome. All right, so this is a wild, free-flowing comedy that's easy to stage. MASH stands for Mobile Army Surgical Hospital, and joining it are two unpredictable madcaps, Hawkeye and Duke. They can't be dealt with casually, however, because they are also two of the best chest surgeons in South Korea. I have a lot of notes. I'll save them. They decide to wage a campaign to get a young Korean to the United States and entered into a good school. The thread of this effort helps tie together the pile up of comic adventures that pyramid right before the eyes of your astonished and hysterical audience. Hawkeye has a scene with a woman psychiatrist who believes he's been trying to lobster trap mermaids in a rice paddy. There's a jolly encounter with the baby-talking Bonwit sisters, the worst tap-dancing act that the USO ever sent overseas. All right. A sergeant is selling dumb GI's fishing rights in the Bay of Foom. Rado O'Reilly, a soldier with incredible hearing, anticipates things before they happen. The proprietor of a painless dental clinic is cured of dark moods by the recreation of an old monster movie. And a monster! It's all here, including a little romance mixed in with dramatic moments and a genuine love of life. Oh, yes, dash. The Korean boy does get his education in the United States. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> and they sold tickets. It's just, it's just really, really something else. Wow. Okay. So that's what you can Yeah, now that you mention it, tap dancing, right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure where I read it, but it wasn't legal, whatever it was. So I guess that's a good thing that I can't find it in a quick Google search. I do love, though, we do have a shower since this is a film set and we can do magical things like that. And there is a great interview with Sally Kellerman all about the filming of the scene. And she says that she actually did just start washing her hair because other than that, she was just standing there staring at the curtain waiting for it to go. And it was (laughs) like her heart was going to leap out of her chest. So she actually did just she's like, I'm just going to just going to put some soap on my hands and (laughs) rub it around. (laughs) (laughs) The singing in the shower is quite fantastic. That was added ADR later, but yeah, I thought that I was. I thought that was impressive. She's singing a fight song. Her little it's awesome. Song, song. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight, fight. Um, and then yes, we we see Volpe's <laughs> face as people start setting up chairs, and he's like, "Wait, what? What's going on here?" So he would have interceded, I'm sure. Does he yes. actually witness it? He does because. In this minute, he tries to cover Hojon's face with his hat, and then you see Hojon reach up and push it down. (laughs) Oh, I missed that entirely. Well, that was some quick thinking on his part. Yes, I'm I'm very attuned to it because there was an infamous Christmas where my cousins and I wanted a 
family picture, all the cousins together. And we all sat on the sofa and my dad's taking photos. And as he's doing this, and he kept shooting, bless the man. My grandmother walked up next to him and said, ah, you can never get a picture of five kids together. One of them always f***s it up. Oh. <laughs> and my dad kept snapping. Wow. And you can watch the progression. And you know what? In that woman's defense, all the ones before she said that were terrible photos. One of us was making a face in all of them. But one of them has my cousin clamping her hands over her little sister's ears. <laughs> and it's my favorite photo of all of us of all time. Oh, absolutely. So, That's a memory. I love Mulcahy's instincts like, I must protect Hojohn. <laughs> Because <laughs> he, he hasn't been hearing this stuff for, you know, for well, weeks or yeah. months or years. So this is, <sighs> this is the moment they drum roll and cymbals crash and axes are involved. I mean, this is crazy, right? right. Yeah. I guess it's not an axe, but you'd get the idea. And they've basically created, it is very theatrical, actually. They've created a fly to get the side of the tent to go up. Yeah. And, and as she drops... The bench falls over too, which is great. Yep. So there it is. Um, the dog All makes this scene, right? Absolutely. <laughs> the Absolutely Foley work it. of this minute is fantastic. You gotta give him that. <laughs> Absolutely, yep. <laughs> the dog barking like right in perfect time with everything. And there is a little behind the scenes controversy about the filming of this. Which is that? So everyone knows the story, right? Of Gary Berghoff's hilarious oh. swears he was joking idea. So I've, yeah, he says <sighs> he suggested everyone do it. But what came out was the the curtain was going to go up. Actually, I can't even say this because there's two competing stories. So Berghoff's story and what Kellerman said is that the curtain went up. She looked over and standing next to the camera, buck naked, was Gary Berg, little Gary Berghoff. Oh, my with word. With his little fuzzy hat on. <laughs> <laughs> so why was he doing that? So that she wouldn't be the only naked one. Oh, that's And therefore nice. she would be more comfortable. But, but there's nothing claims- <laughs> more comfortable about that. Nothing at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> now, Altman's version of this story is that they filmed the take and she dropped too fast. Oh, okay. And so on the next take, Gary Berghoff was on one side of the camera and he was on the other side of the camera buck naked. Oh so my that gosh. the curtain went up, she looked at the camera, went, what the? And paused <laughs> long enough before dropping. <laughs> oh my gosh, anything for the shot. Wow, that's a lot of commitment. I would just like to point out anyone <sighs> who identifies as male listening to our podcast. If you think a woman is going to be uncomfortable naked, you also being naked is not the solution to this problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, she yeah. was surprised anyway. <laughs> she it looked but I it do looked love genuine. Gary Berghoff being like, and there was me with my fuzzy little hat on, <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> and nothing, nothing else. Totally fine. What do you think audiences in 1970 would have thought of this? Would they have been shocked or not shocked at all? Because mm. it was R, right? Yes, it was yeah. R. It originally was X, but they talked them down. Wow. They, I think it depends on the audience. And I think shocked is a very good word because it could be good or bad. Yeah. 
Because I bet there were a lot of teenage boys that snuck into this film the who were shocked in a very pleasant way that I'm the scenes sure. in the movie. I'm sure. And then I bet there are a lot of parents who figured they'd see the comedy slash drama that had come out. Sure. Shocked sure. in a different way. <laughs> Would it would it would it get an R rating today? I know you're allowed to say a particular number of swear words, but I don't know how much nudity you need for for R today. Do you think it would be R? T- I mean, because otherwise oh. it would be PG thirteen. I feel like it'd be PG thirteen. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense because the and the the F word can't be in the context as a oh I didn't know sexy that time verb. Yeah, okay. You can use it as an insult. I guess you can use it as a verb, but the, the implication is that you're, you know, the way he uses it later, I'm going to take your head off. That, right, that- as an expletive as opposed yes. to as a, as, yes. a, as an action yes. exactly. yes. request or command yes. or... Got it. Yes. Just action. Yeah. <laughs> Just action. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what the nudity rules are. But I, we don't really see actual nipple. Yeah. No, we don't. Or we see very actual little. front of pubic hair yes. or anything so things, we things see but, but not even just from the side really too so yeah and that's okay and there's cleavage but that's you know whatever so when it comes that to that doesn't even count <laughs> right that doesn't count with the rain they're like yeah whatever so yeah. maybe maybe it would be pg-13 yeah Oh, I, I really, I don't want to send my 13-year-old to see this. Yeah, I was just going to say, so... <laughs> There's a lot of other issues with this film. Possibly, that, yep, yep. Uh, besides the, the nudity. <laughs> I have another quote, and I'm really sorry because it is on the longer side, but I've, I'm going to say I'll, it, this is Robert Altman's director commentary. Sally was very nervous about the shower scene and kept saying, I don't know how to do this. I assumed it was the usual modesty, but afterwards she said, I don't care about showing my body, showing my tits, but my hips are so big. I don't want anybody seeing my legs. Her vanity was what she was worried about, not her modesty. Interesting. Wow. Hips. Who cares about hips? (laughs) I I don't don't care about hips. Now, again, is Robert Altman the most reliable narrator when it comes to Mm. women's bodies? Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. But he and Sally Kellerman did get along really well. You know, like... He cast her in future things, right? Maybe. Maybe I made that up. I don't know. Actually, there's a really great picture that someone just shared of her and uh, Joanne, who plays Lieutenant Dish, like, out with Altman in all their 70s glory. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. On either side of him, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And she never seemed to have a problem with, you know, like, Gould had a problem with him to start and came around. Sutherland never really came around on him, but she seemed to get along with him from the get-go. He hired Gould again, but not Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that was an accident. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I don't think she was, you know, she she took the role. She knew that they were going to film this. Right. You know, I, right. I, I could see, and again, like you said, it's really fast. It's not like she has some super, this is not, this is not Apollonia in The Godfather, okay? Right. It's not a lingering <laughs> <Right>. shot. <laughs> no, that's right, that's right, that's and right. And she is moving the entire time. <laughs> she sure is. So here's, here was my question for this minute. Is this the cruelest minute? I'm going to say yes, because of the casualness with which Duke leans back and says, $20. Oh, yeah, oh, that's ugly, yeah. isn't it? Oh, ugly. You know what I mean? Like, this, mm-hmm. it just 
puts it over the and the fact that like the nurses do eventually run to help her do they but yeah they do oh okay like storch seems to be kind of smiling too which annoyed me but you know oh they're into it when that first goes up Oh, yeah. Like, Everyone ah. is laughing and clapping, except for Mulcahy, who is still saying it, regardless. Yeah. Mm. And he doesn't start smiting them. You know, he covers Hojan's face, but he doesn't start hitting people next to him with it. Right. I would have really liked to see Mulcahy, instead of his boxing gloves, like on the show, if he just had his hat and was just like hitting Hawkeye and Trapper between two, like, what is wrong with you two? <laughs> that would have been nice. That like the nun and the Blues Brothers. Yes. <laughs> Right, right. It really, it really is very, very pointed and very, very cruel. And they're never apologetic about it, ever. Uh-uh. I think we're gonna see why very soon. Because there are no consequences for straight white men. <laughs> oh, ow. <sighs> right. We've seen that before <laughs> in this film. Yep. <laughs> I do love that the insult she went with as she scooches backwards, which for the rec- like, A-plus acting on Sally Kellerman's part. But I love that what she's screaming, according to the closed captioning, is, you finks. Yes. You yeah. finks. You yeah. finks. Yeah. You know, you don't get that insult that often. I like it. Nope. And she uses another one in the next minute, actually. Different one. Yeah, but that's not that's not terribly raunchy. No. Given, no. given what they put her through. I think it is one of those, like, it's what they're doing to her is so horrible that that's all she can get out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what do you call someone that does that to you? You fake! Right, right. <laughs> Not my first choice of words to come to my head, but, you know. No, no, I would, I, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of restraint, I would yes. say. Yeah, I feel kind of like a heel that we use the shot of them all lined up for our listeners group, but it's just such a good group shot. It is a good group it's shot. Really well composed. Absolutely. Duke looks Even like if a it's the cruelest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even the dog is involved. But not not on purpose, though. Dogs aren't cruel. So, <laughs> so that's like Mulcahy being here. He's here, but he's not. He's involved. here, but he's he's not involved at all. Well, who do you blame more? Do you blame the men or the women more? Are they are they all equally bad? Mm. Should the should the women be kinder because they're women and more understanding? Are I, they are they mad at her because they actually take more abuse from her because she's the head nurse? That's the thing. I feel like they are absolutely on tier with Painless and Bandini and all those guys who obviously knew this was going down because mm-hmm. they're ready with everything and they helped do the distracting. But they, well, Bandini was, I was going to say like our little trio of scumbags who don't even rush to help clean any of this up, by the way, because that's what I noticed this in the next minute. Yeah. I think it's Painless and Ugly John are like helping put the tent back. Meanwhile, Trapper and Duke are just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like those three do take a bigger share of the blame. Yeah. But, but to the extent that, like, the other guys are involved, the, I think the nurses are on par with that. Gotcha. Because I don't think they would have stopped this. No, or, they or clearly tried. didn't. No. They, they actually, yeah. they literally led her to the shower because she's the last in the line. And then they peel off. Yeah. I, I think they're in the same boat. Hmm. I don't think they get a pass. I think Mulcahy and the dog are the only ones. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, just more proof that we could be horrible to each other or really supportive. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and there isn't even any mid-century fashion for you to talk about to like soften the blow no. of oppression. <laughs> no, nope. I mean Ugly John just looks like a bumblebee and you know, like, <laughs> Yep. Yep. Right. And there's a lot of plaid, oh which is kind of a classic. Plaid, a lot of robes. A lot of robes. Again, classic. You know, no one has a fair faucet hairdo going on. Thank baby Jesus. So, you know, like, <laughs> uh, I know with the nurses, it always annoys me, too, because I always wonder, like, if they had tried to stop it, how much more sh- they would have gotten from everyone oh. else. Like, if they would have been just as yeah. ostracized, if not more so than Margaret. But they also know what it's like to probably face a lot of discrimination for just being a woman in the army Yeah, in yeah. general. So, like, they know, but, like, they just want to get along, but, like, they kind of can't stand her for reasons that, you know, because she's just too, got a stick up her butt. I am too curious military. to know, and I, I like this theory, but I don't know who exactly it would apply to, that... Not all the nurses know this is... Maybe one or two of the nurses know this is going to happen and help the guys set it up, but they don't tell the others, No, like... Oh. Like Storch. If I had to name names. She's in the gang, but you know what I mean? Like, it's a big enough group of nurses that if you told me, like, they didn't tell... Well, Leslie's not there. Maybe We'll use Storch as an example. But, you know, if... If some of them were in on it, to enough to be like, okay, we need to make sure Houlihan's alone by the time she gets to the showers. Oh, yeah. You don't need to tell all the nurses That's the probably true. Plan. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, but I mean, again, none of them stop or like even look upset when this tent goes up. Like, no. They're no. No. Clapping and yelling just as much as the boys. But I do wonder if there was someone who maybe with foreknowledge would have tried to do something. So they were just like, we're just not going to tell her. We know she can't. <laughs> right, right. But if it's already happening, she'll go along with it sort of thing. But how 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 are they going to work with her later? I mean, how did they think <laughs> this was going to turn out? It, there's just, there are so no consequences for anybody. It's pretty crazy. Because <sighs> it's Smash. Right, <laughs> right. Smash. It's Smash. Got it. It's anarchy. It's summer camp. It's middle school. It's high school. It's it's mash. It's mash. Uh, middle school at summer camp with more sex and Woo-hoo! alcohol. And alcohol. And alcohol. A lot of alcohol. I was impressed with the amount of alcohol. And people who <laughs> seem to know how to hold their alcohol, because I don't feel like middle school or in high schools would ha- you know have this ability to like. Oh God, no! Still I can't operate do this while now. like. Oh crap! I just had six BBRs yeah. and just had to like well, operate on open heart surgery. But it's okay because I can handle it. Remember <laughs> that episode? Is it Alan Alda's dad, who's the doctor who drinks to calm his nerves, but he's oh, yes. drunk to do surgery. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So not everyone can pull it off. And Alan Alda's dad's always, I, I know him from Guys and Dolls. So I was just like, but he has to break out into song now. <laughs> like, Guys and Dolls? Really? He was in, he was in the movie version yeah. of Guys and Dolls. I know Frank that Sinatra. movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, which, so Frank which Sinatra character is, is um, Nate, right? Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. Nate, he's Nathan Detroit. So yeah. the, the nice guy who Sarah's with, um, who's Dave Blanking on, that's Alan Alda's father who plays in oh, the movie. Oh, okay. Huh. I have to look that up. I can't remember his name, but he's really good. So here's where I said I'd never seen Guys and Dolls. I said it so quietly my mic didn't pick it up properly, but obviously not quietly enough for Christy and Megan not to jump all over it. Back to the show. Oh my gosh. You have to see it. That's my favorite musical of all time. It's a good one. 
It's guys and dolls, which admittedly mm-hmm. also hasn't aged super well if you think about it. But uh, no, no, it has not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I still <laughs> sing along to the top of my lungs in my car when I'm alone, just being like, oh, "Sure, me," you know. And I'm like, yeah. Bonus episode. Bonus I episode. love it. <laughs> Yeah, my my brand was 80s children's movies, but I killed it with this one. And your brand apparently is movies we love that didn't age well. That didn't yes. age well. That's right. Yes. Yeah, a lot of musicals haven't aged well, so. The entire premise of My Fair Lady? Mm. Let's gender swap that and have some fun with it again, shall we, folks? Oh, Sky Matterson. That's who Alden Alda's father, Robert Alda, played. Ah, right. Okay. I just would have loved it if Mr. Alda broke out into song at any point in time. I know, because he actually had a pretty good voice. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way Alan Alda's father got through shooting an entire episode of MASH and didn't sing on set at some point. (laughs) No, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. (laughs) Head (laughs) cannon. Well, we're gonna see. The fallout, we can't call it the consequences, the fallout in the next minute. And I will, I will save a note I have for then. Little cliffhanger for our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm checking the air dates. It's only till tomorrow, so no one can be too, too mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else for today? No, I think we covered it. I think we're good. All right. Maggie's just like, please, please, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Uh...